today we're gonna to be hearing from Matt Vady from ERG Payroll and HR. He's gonna be talking to us about leadership and about leadership in good times and leadership in bad times. What I think is also particularly important about this conversation is what Matt says about how leaders need to have their eyes and ears open to not just adapt to change, but to look for change, to try to see it from around the corner and understand how their businesses need to adapt to something that's going to happen. I hope you enjoy this episode. You know, in a previous conversation, Matt, you told us about a particular day in March when you guys were on a a family trip and and you noticed that something was different. Um, Take us back to that time and what you saw and what you were thinking uh, that sort of, I think, fundamentally changed how you were doing business. Yeah, so thanks for having me, first of all. So back in mid-March, right, when we were starting to see some restrictions come in on what you could and couldn't do, and I think it was starting to become serious on what was happening with COVID-19 and the spread, and people were starting to get it. Uh, we had a trip planned still, so we had a decision to make. Are, are we going to go to Boone to see my father-in-law or, or no? And we opted to go because we don't see him but once or twice a year, and so we took the trip up there, and we pull into the hotel parking lot, and in the parking lot there's two cars. Now, this is a tourist town, a college town, a large hotel, and we pull in completely empty lot with two cars sitting in the parking lot. Wow. And I was like, oh, man, did they cancel all of the the rooms and not tell us? Did we not check an email? Did we miss something? And so we go in and, and we said, hey, hey, what's going on? Are you guys still open? And they said, yeah, we're open. Just everybody canceled. There was a couple of big sports mm. tournaments that were supposed to stay here and some large groups. And... Everybody canceled, you guys basically have the run of the place. Good news was we got an upgrade uh, for free. But so that was kind of the, my first visual notification, if you will, of just how serious this whole thing was. Mm-hmm. And coincidentally, while we're up there, about that same time, President Trump had signed into law the FFCRA, which was the first bit of legislation around what the government was going to do to help small businesses mm-hmm. to, to counteract the impact of COVID-19. And so I'll never forget it. And we're there and I see, you know, I'm scrolling my phone and I'm seeing the notifications coming through on the changes that we have and and what's going to be happening with the CARES Act and what it means for employers. And I said, man, we've got our work cut out for us here. We have got to first thing Monday have content going to our clients, content going to our our partners on, hey, this is what this means. It's what it means for your business. Here's what you should be thinking about right now. And, you know, it was interesting because we made a decision right then. First of all, okay, we've got to be first to market with this. It's a great opportunity for mm-hmm. us as a business. Uh, but, but second of all, this isn't just about our clients. They're going to need this information, but everybody's going to need this information. There's going to be a lot of businesses impacted by this that don't have a partner like us to serve their needs, but they still need the insight. They still need the information. So that was a big focus for us right from the gate was, hey, anybody calls our office looking for this information, you answer the question. Hey, everybody, I know it's Saturday, I know it's Sunday, but it's time to be prepared for Monday because we've got our work cut out for us for the foreseeable future. So it was interesting to see that whole paradigm shift and what it meant for our business just over the course of a weekend. Wow. Well, you've heard a lot, or I think we've all heard a lot about over the past few months about, you know, crisis leadership, if you will, you know, peacetime, wartime CEO. I mean, it sounds like there was there was something going on in your thought process over that weekend where you realized, okay, something's different. And then you started getting more information about the laws that have been passed and, and the government health. Um, how do you know when you need to act? Or how do you know when you need to toggle that switch to, you know, crisis leadership or to wartime CEO? I mean, how did you know to do the things that you did? 
Well, it's interesting because when you when you see opportunities, sometimes it's just obvious. You know, we, we didn't want to miss out on a great opportunity that was going to exist, and that was this was coming right down the pike of what we do, and information was going to be disseminated around these things, and they all stemmed around human resources, which is what our business does. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to make sure that we capitalize on that opportunity. Um, but when it relates to crisis leadership versus non-crisis leadership, you mentioned wartime CEO versus peacetime CEO. It's, ben Horowitz talks about it in his book, The Hard Thing About Hard Things. He talks about peacetime CEO's job is to capitalize on good market conditions and favorable uh, advantages for the company, which most of us have had, have had over the last several years, right? I mean, the, the economy's been good, things have been good. So it's easy to be a peacetime CEO. You just have to pick a direction, implement like heck, and then uh, hope that it works out well, which for a lot of us it does. Uh, but when wartime comes, then you've got decisions to make. And what we've seen is kind of that difference between the leaders who are getting exposed because they've been doing some things that maybe weren't even that great in peacetime. And so now they've just barely kept things together and now wartime has come and they've had their um, leadership capabilities exposed by being, okay, bad practices, bad treatment of their employees, bad culture, bad mm. business decisions. All those things are being amplified in crisis time. Uh, whereas some of the folks who have maybe just, you know, you, you wouldn't notice the great job they're doing during a, good times, they're being amplified for all the right reasons because they're communicating well to their team. They're communicating efficiently to the market. Maybe they're making business pivots. We, we've seen some of our friends here locally that have made total business pivots mm. into completely different yeah. industries almost yeah. as a result of what's happening. And so I think it's been a great opportunity for people to see what they're really made of and, and share that with their team in the world uh, based on what's happened recently. You know, you alluded to uh, certain practices that, that leaders may have had some bad habits or bad practices that, that were, I think you used the word amplified or, or even exposed uh, during, during times of crisis. I can imagine from your seat as, as the leader of, a, of an HR organization, I mean, you, you have a backstage pass into lots of leadership styles, if you will, or, or lots of leadership examples. Um, what are some things that, that again, from having that backstage pass that you've, you've taken and, and wanted to, to do more of, or maybe seen like, wow, that's a really bad way to do things. I mean, what's that like from your standpoint? Well, I think the biggest thing that we all realize during times like this is the importance of communication. And so communication has to, you have to increase everything. You have to increase the volume, you have to increase the frequency, you have to increase the intensity. And I think we've seen a lot of leaders do the opposite and take a step back because they're unsure, right? So we, we've created a lot of, or this environment has created a lot of uncertainty. So that means I don't know what to communicate to my team, so I take a step back. Whereas others have taken a step forward and said, well, listen, I don't know necessarily what this is going to mean to us over the long term, but here's what we're doing right now. Hmm. And they've laid out a clear plan. They've increased that velocity and, and, and tenacity of those conversations. Um, and we've seen some people just get, you know, bad cultures become much worse hmm. when you have to start, you know, making hard decisions around employment and what that means for the organization long term and short term. Uh, but, you know, we talked about something before, John, and I think it's really important. When, you, when you're kids, you go out in the driveway and you take a jump shot and you, you go, Michael Jordan, three, two, one, and you pretend to be your favorite basketball player. You pretend to be your favorite polo player, whatever your sport is, John. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, but in business and, and as adults, we're not as encouraged to act like the people we want to be like. 
And well, so I, I think all the time about, you know, I, I have a great former leader I used to work with, a gentleman named Ted. Um, and, and Ted, I handled things. He's a super funny guy, very light, very fun to be around, but he was all business and he knew how to take care of things and he knew how to make you feel comfortable. And I always think to myself when I'm in a situation uh, like that, I don't know exactly what to do. What would Ted do in this circumstance? Hmm. And, you know, Tony Robbins always says success leaves clues. So you, you follow the clues that these other people have left for you and, and do what they would do during hard times if you're just not sure, right? Hmm. Several footnotes here, you know, the, the footnote of you've got to be aware, you know, I think you said from the moment you, you drove into that parking lot, you, you definitely knew that something was off, you know, and, and sometimes I think, you know, people come across that and they don't necessarily investigate. They, they, they see what they see, but they don't try to go further and, and look at that. And something else that I picked up that I think is, is, is a very important footnote for our audience is that sometimes it's okay to communicate what needs to be done today and not necessarily what needs to be done six months from now or three months from now. Because I've heard a lot of people during this period talk about that in, in, in a time of crisis, a leader actually needs to probably slow things down rather than try to match pace with the news flow, to match pace with you know just the, the hyperactivity around them. Um, and so it sounds like being deliberate in your communication is something that you have to do on purpose. Um, well, thanks for coming today and, and to share these things with us. Uh, I think this is going to help a lot of people now. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.